Hello, Earthlings. Welcome to Intuitive Body. This is Janya Wong Sopa. I am here to share with you ways to cultivate relationships with Earth and Sky through the felt sense, strengthen the intuition, support, personal health, and nurture collective well-being. You are invited. To tap into what is seen above, singed below, vibrated all around, and felt within. How are you feeling? So earlier, I was just sitting in front of my dining、um, windows, as I usually do. First thing in the morning after I make a cup of tea for myself, I sit there to wash the Venus, and I can see her on most morning. And I did see her earlier this morning after sitting. Meditating, writing, drinking my tea, preparing for this episode. There was a moment when I saw a bunch of leaves being fluttered and flow and release downward onto the ground.、Uh, a bunch of dry. Leaves. It was magical, and then I look up and I could see at the top of the trees all around my house.、Um, they were blowing, shifting, moving very quickly, and so this kind of sum up my mood for today. And I feel like the aspect of our humanity that connects us to other humans and more than human beings is our emotion, is our vibration, is our mood, is our frequency, and it's also the expression of our spirit. Spirit to me is that which connects. Spirit is connectedness, which is love, as opposed to fear, which is separation, alienation, and disconnection. And when I say fear, I don't mean healthy fear. You know that. Intuitive gut feeling that allow us to find a way、um, to、uh, towards safety. When I say fear, that is based on separation, alienation, and disconnection. It is an imbalance. Fear. It is excess of either yin or yang, and.、Uh, Excess create、um, tension and stuckness that does not allow us to feel ourselves as 
a free spirit that we are as the flow of energy in motion, as moving feelings and motions. So let's center on the feeling. You might like to place one hand on your belly to connect to your gut feeling and another hand on your heart center right at the center of your chest to connect to your soulful feeling. Let your belly expand and your chest rise with an inhalation. Let your shoulders drop and belly deflate with an exhalation. Can you feel the spirit moving through you? Can you feel yourself as energy in motion, as emotion, as connectedness? Welcome to your intuitive body, the wisdom of flow and connection within you and all around you. Happy waning half moon in Virgo. The waning half moon in Virgo is happening at 4.36 p.m. Pacific time, my time, on today's moon day. And right now, uh, my time is 8.25 a.m., so today is December 7th and we will be exploring what the moon is bringing to us vibrationally and through her vibrational flow, the different frequencies um, throughout this week from December 7th, 2020 all the way to December 13, 2020. I hope that little intro gets you in the mood to flow in the creative frequency which the moon is offering up um, throughout this week. If you want to practice living in the flow of spirit that you already are, I invite you to spend as much time as possible being near a tree or in a company of many trees. And I am um, very fortunate to be able to see some trees out through my dining windows, dining room windows, um, the you know space that I have inside of my house to allow me to to see the trees all around. And a friend of mine just sent me an online article last week from the New York Times magazine. Um, then yesterday, Sunday, I received the same article um, in the paper magazine, which comes with my Sunday New York Times newspaper that I subscribed to. And it's a luxury to, to read um, paper, but 
I feel most connected and most relaxed and most creative when when I do, you know, as opposed to reading on a screen. Anyway, this article is called "The Social Life of Forest," and the subtitle is. Trees appear to communicate and cooperate through subterranean network of fungi. So I highly recommend you read this article, especially、um, while sitting under a tree. And the beauty of、um, surrounding ourselves with. A creature such as trees,、uh, more than human beings,、um, creatures. I feel the most safe in their company. So that sense of safety creates. A space for me to be vulnerable enough, for me to be soft and relaxed enough to feel my own emotions, and as I do, I am also able、um, to connect to the feelings or the energy or the vibration or the frequencies of other. Beings that I feel safe to be with, as opposed to you know trying to run away from them energetically and physically. So today, as well as tomorrow, Moon Day and Mars Day, the Moon is in Virgo, and as she is in Virgo, she draws more of. The yin vibration or the alpha frequency, the slower frequency of the mutable earth element of Virgo, into our emotional body, we are invited to tune inward、um, to experience、uh, relaxation, to experience. Creativity through daydreaming and、um, feeling or physical connection. So let's move through the whole week so that I can give you a big picture of how the moon brings the flow of yin and yang throughout the week. We begin the week. In Yin for the first two days, and then we move on to the Yang vibration as the Moon moves、uh, on Mercury Day, Wednesday, as well as Jupiter Day, Thursday, into the Yang vibration of Libra, which is the cardinal air. Element, so we are invited to turn into the beta frequency, a faster frequency, a yang frequency, and to draw our energy upward and outward more into our 
um, socialization, right, tune into others than on Venus Day, Friday, and Saturn Day. The moon moves into Scorpio, the fixed water element, and we are back into the yin vibration. So we are invited to end our week in that alpha frequency again um, to rest and to tune inward. On Sunday, the moon moves into Sagittarius, and here she enters the new moon phase. She go into the complete dark phase, right, in the balsamic phase, right? So the exact new moon in Sagittarius occurs on next Monday at 8.17 a.m. Pacific time. And this is a deep yin vibration of the theta frequency, the mutable fire element of Sagittarius. And this mutable fire element is very expansive when it is directed inward um, as the new moon is inviting us to go into that expansiveness inwardly and it helps us to connect to our faraway dreams and visions that eventually uh, become these kind of authentic directions for our course of physical action right outward right into how we can build or create our material life in an authentic way, in the way that is deeply connected to our unique values and philosophy in life. So this is the Sagittarius energy. And I will be back to share with you some practices to honor your dreams and visions and to set um, the right course of action right, to really honor your new moon in Sagittarius, um, which is also a powerful total solar eclipse right, on the next moon day. So for this week, I will just um, share the flow, the vibrational uh, frequencies that the moon brings to us and supporting our meridian flow and the functions of our internal organs um, just through that um, yin of the mutable earth element of the Virgo, the alpha frequency, and then flowing into the yang of the Libra, the cardinal air and the beta frequency, and then finally ending the week with the yin 
of the um, deep balsamic moon in Scorpio, inviting us to really rest inward back into the alpha frequency. So let's take a closer look at all of this yin yang vibrational flow throughout this week. Today and tomorrow, Moon Day and Mars Day, the moon is in Virgo. And Virgo is that mutable earth element, which um, I saw earlier <laughs> this morning when I looked out the window. There is a combination of movement, mutable, and Earth, like literally the leaves are falling down and they are just dropping on top of each other. And, you know, eventually they dissolve, they become a part of the, the earth, the ground that feed into the new seedling so that, you know, new new plants and the seed can grow and so there is that earthiness that um, that show up with um, with the Virgo um, energy and the mutable earth elements of Virgo when connects to the time of the of day it is 1 2 3 p.m. And 1 to 3 p.m. is the end of summer time during the day. And it connects to the small intestine meridian, which has to do with the energetic sorting of the food that we um, eat as well as the information that comes through our mind. So the small intestine, its energetic function is discernment, is sorting things through and um, as well about supporting our mental clarity. A common pathology that weighs heavily on the small intestine is excessive sorting of poor nutrient foods. Right? So uh, these two days, you are invited to really examine um, your, your digestion and in particular, the qualities of the food that you eat. Remember that this is the balsamic moon phase, and this is also um, the colder uh, season of the year. So you are encouraged to take in uh, warm, moist um, cooked food right, to really balance the um, dryness of the mutable earth right, element of Virgo. At the same time, the heat of the cooked warm foods will keep your digestive fire uh, strong, um, even though the weather is cool. Low-nutrient foods such as uh, highly processed uh, foods 
require or demand excessive sorting, taking a lot of energy from other organs, other parts of the body into the small intestine organ, and if the that excessive um, sorting occur, it can damage the small intestine. And imbalances in the Taoist medicine perspective can manifest as restlessness, anxiety. So we are talking about the emotional or mood manifestation, right? restlessness, anxiety, um, depression, moodiness, irritability. Um, physically, it shows up as abdominal pain, bloating, gas, gut inflammation. And um, in the big picture, it affects our mental clarity because, again, the energy is having um, to move more into the, into the sorting of that low nutrient and toxin-filled uh, food. So it takes away from our mental ability to cultivate clarity, clear judgment, and powers of discernment. And as well as you know the the ability to focus on a single task, um, one pointedness, we are unable to make decisions for ourselves. Like literally, um, we look outward to find experts to you know help us what to eat and how to live our lives and this is all due to the malfunctioning of the small intestine meridian right so you know the the, the first step right coming from the moon wisdom is to bring ourselves into that yin vibrational frequency of alpha right alpha brainwave frequency that allow us to rest to relax um, to take the time to feel into our own body to receive the inner wisdom through that connectedness congestive heart failure is linked to the small intestine which is chronic inflammation and the small intestine meridian is um, connected to a fire element right so so the inflammation takes place because there is too much um, friction going on in the functioning of the uh, small intestine meridian and this shows up right the the excessive uh, friction, um, excess inflammation, chronic inflammation shows up as congestive heart failure and the heart as well um, is connected to the fire element. There's also intestinal permeability and bacterial imbalance, of course, um, in the gut. So um, really pay attention to your tendency to eat on the run without completing um, chewing well, right, which stresses the small intestines. 
So pay attention, especially between 1 to 3 um, p.m. This is when the um, small intestine meridian is at its peak function. And also this is the time when most of us are having, or maybe not most of us, but perhaps um, this is a time when we should have our biggest meal, which is the middle of the day when the sun is um, at its peak and when that digestive acid is at its strongest. And when this is in balance, when the small intestine is in balance, um, it really supports um, the, the next meridian, which is the urinary bladder meridian, which connects to Libra and the moon moves into Libra, the cardinal air element on Wednesday and Thursday. So this is the time that we are invited if we have enough energy, right? If we have been doing really well without digestion and we aren't feeling any gut discomfort, then we can move into the beta frequency that the moon is offering us. The moon, as she aligns with the Libra, she brings more of that cardinal air element which connects to the yang um, vibrational frequency of beta and this really encourages us to go upward and outward to connect with others through our mind and through our human uh, language and communication but of course if our small intestine is out of alignment, then we have to remain in yin or find you know, a way to strengthen um, the yang right, in a way that doesn't uh, burn out our adrenal glands. So the bladder meridian, again, is supported by the energy of Libra. It is water element, right, which connects to that carnal air, which allows it to flow in a balanced way. Uh, when there isn't enough energy, and uh, when we overuse right, the energy and get stuck in the beta frequency, um, then what happens is that the uh, function of the urinary bladder, which also connects to the health of the adrenal glands, which connect to the health of the kidney meridian uh, function. And, you know, all of this is called the kidney uh, meridian system, right? So the bladder uh, meridian connects directly to the um, to the central nervous system. The urinary bladder itself sitting so low, right, in the trunk of the body where all the vital organs are, right, in the trunk of the body. But the urinary bladder is sitting um, at the pelvic floor, basically. It is far 
uh, from the brain, and so it relies on um, that autonomic um, nervous system to uh, function in in a balanced way. And when our beta frequency is in excess, what happens is that the energy keep going up, keep going out, and there is a dis uh, is an imbalance of the energy going inward and going downward, and there is a disconnection in the autonomic nervous system. We are stuck in the sympathetic, and we don't experience the parasympathetic, and that causes our urinary bladder meridian and our urinary bladder organ to function poorly, to be deficient, and to also create an imbalance in our adrenal glands and in our kidney meridian functions. Now, a lot of us are experiencing adrenal burnout um, without even realizing. So um, for those of us who um, do not have uh, time to rest, um, to relax, uh, between 1 to 3 p.m., um, that's really going to affect uh, your your capacity to to connect with with other intimately. So the the bladder consciousness issue from the Taoist medicine perspective, um, it show up as as um, the lack of confidence, the lack of courage, the lack of intimacy and enthusiasm for life, the inability to uh, release in all kinds of way, our tendency to um, be suspicious and uh, lacking sensuality and um, unable to be in touch with our sexuality, lacking the sense of self-control and being stuck in resentment, jealousy, feeling um, the power struggle, um, not experiencing true um, the true willpower, and of course experiencing fear and anxiety and excess anger. You know, so so these are all the things that we end up experiencing when our bladder that connects to our adrenal glands are w- very w- weak, and adrenal glands um, releases right the stress hormone that allow us to deal with sympathetic issues. And when we don't have enough of the stress hormones that um, give us strength to to deal with our daily life um, challenges, um, you know, then uh, uh, the body releases less and less um, because there's not enough energy to produce and to release it. And this is kind of a catch uh, twenty-two because you know we need the energy to um, to really be in the beta frequency um, to experience intimate relationship with others, and because um, other human um, and modern human beings are our allies, are our support structures, um, so. 
uh, we need to connect with them, right? Um, especially um, the human beings, which is what we need that beta frequency for. But if we don't have the energy, if we don't have enough of the, the stress hormone to deal with the, the the strain in our ongoing relationship with other humans, then we are not able to, of course, um, experience intimacy. So going back to the yin, going back to connecting to the more than human beings, um, to the trees in particular, uh, will help you reestablish your capacity to live uh, from your willpower center. I find that the most supportive practice for the urinary bladder meridian is a yin forward fold. Um, so what we call the caterpillar position right, in yin yoga or, you know, just, just a, a seated forward fold and you do this in a yin way the urinary bladder meridian runs all along the entire back line of your body it is the longest uh, meridian in your body and so when you do that seated forward fold with your legs stretched forward allowing your upper body to come down over your legs or your thighs and you do it in a very relaxed way muscularly passive these allow for the tensions to get a release along the um, central nervous system right and it will uh, re-engage your parasympathetic um, activation and it will help draw more blood flow more nutrients and more energy inward and downward to feed into your urinary bladder um, meridian right and of course the kidneys and adrenal glands and so Try this position, especially between 3 to 5 p.m. in the afternoon. Right? And um, you're going to find that um, at least, you know, for me, because this is my imbalance, right? So I find that this is my most stiff area of the body. It's along the hamstring and it's up into um, the back spine as well so the tendency is to tighten up right away and you want to make sure that you want to come into a restful stretch and instead of trying to push yourself into pulling your head down toward your legs or your feet you can just relax your head down and just feel that tuck um, that tuck or that pulling along your back spine and then just sit there in a relaxed way breathing in to the back of your lungs right to really ease the flow of the energy and let it over time 
um, release and maybe your chest, your belly can come down further toward your thighs. But it's never about pulling your head toward anything or toward your feet in this particular scenario. Right? It's about allowing your body to rest and allowing your breath and your energy to flow freely. Then we finish the week um, with the moon in alignment with the Scorpio corner of the sky and that brings to us a little bit more of the fixed water element. So that is the yin vibrational frequency of the alpha and so we are back into the yin so if your yin your parasympathetic um, is already in balance then during the midweek you are invited to really reach out to your friends your family your co-workers and you know try to um, connect to them in an intimate way or in a solution oriented way and then as the week ends um, you are invited to rest um, to relax um, and to be more inwardly creative again to be more poetic to be more in the daydreaming state and you know doing anything that would allow you to really be vulnerable and deeply connected to your emotional feelings. So with the moon in um, Scorpio, uh, we are turning uh, toward the kidney meridian. And the kidney meridian, its peak function is right after the urinary bladders. So the urinary bladders peak functions between 3 to 5 p.m. The uh, kidney is between the 5 to 7 p.m. So we end the week with this yin vibrational frequency of alpha to support our kidney meridian, especially between 5 to 7 p.m. And the kidney meridian runs along the inner legs, run along the front central line of the upper body, you know, so feel free to stretch along these lines and to compress along these lines if you have your yoga practice. Um, yoga is all about stretching and compressing, right? And when you stretch and compress, you work directly with the breath and the blood flow. You compress the energy or you expand and let the energy move through the extension, right? So after the compression, you eventually come out and release. So you don't, you know, stay in one yoga position um, 
all day long, um, you do it for a few breaths or for many breaths, depending on if it's a yin or a yang pose, a yin pose. You stay for about two to five minutes or so. And a yang pose, you stay up to five breaths or so. So that's much less time than a yin pose. Right, so you come out eventually, and as you come out, the area that you have been compressing gets to expand, gets to move freely, right? And the area that you have been stretching, extending, gets to neutralize, right? And this helps to pump, right, the, the energy, um, the nutrients in a way that create balance in your body when you stretch and compressed in balanced way and you know so so when you practice yoga you do the same thing you go from yin to yang you, know, you can do this alternating um one day you do more yin one day do more yang or you can move from yin section of your yoga practice to a yang section of your um, yoga practice. Or you do one yin pose, and then the next pose, you do yang pose. Right? So there are many ways, and those ways depend on what feel intuitively most supportive to you. And during this deep, deep balsamic, um, aspect of the moon while she is in Scorpio, also very deep, very sensual, um, inwardly uh, passionate. Um, please do take the time um, to rest, restore your adrenal glands, um, and restore your um, Jing energy, which is your prenatal life force, the energy that you have inherited from your maternal matrilineage. Okay, so with that, I hope that um, you take this week to flow with your intuitive wisdom, with the help and support of the moon wisdom to really tune in to your meridians. And um, thank you so very, very much for listening. If you find that my weekly moon wisdom um, has been helpful to you, please send me some love through the stars um, and the review on the Apple podcast. I um, truly cherish that. Thanks again for tuning in to my vibrational feel as you move through yours. Until next Monday, goodbye, log on, and all my love.